Blog Talk Radio. Patty Holster, and this is KWOD Radio, and we're on live. It's 9 in the morning on this wonderful, beautiful day in Arizona. I know, I'm rubbing it in. <laughs> and I do apologize to all those who are in the snow. And it's not just uh, not to be in the snow, it's not to be that you are in the snow and you are stuck in your own house because you have snow just totally covering your door and there's no way for you to get out. So you know what? It's okay. So we're here to entertain you and talk about the horror genre. What better thing to talk about on a gloomy, snowy day? And we're going to be talking to Daryl Dawson Brown. And uh, he's got some new works since we've talked to him last. And uh, believe it or not, that's in over a year and been over a year ago, almost two years now since we talked to him. I know, time flies. <laughs> It does indeed. I have no idea what happened in 2013. We had decided to go on the hiatus in December, because nobody seems to do want to do anything in December. Uh, and I'm not sure how you guys are, but you know, there's so many things going on in, in uh, at Christmas time that you just don't have time to do everything. So I had uh, first of all doing any shows at a time, and we still had. Uh, Plenty of listeners, and I'm happy to say that we have we have seventy about seventy three thousand listeners now. Welcome to all of you. I have no idea where you're coming from, <laughs> or why you're here. You're crazier than we are. Anyway, we are just happy that you're here, and we have a lot of cool stuff going on. And of course, Darkon. And that's another reason that we decided to talk to Mr. Darrell here today, because he's going to be at Darkon this weekend. And Darkon is is kind of a darkish, uh, obviously based on dark ones. Uh, they've got their own convention. They do every two years, and they are holding it always hold it in January. And that's a good time of the year. There's uh, it's usually not used to be hardly anything going on in January, but of course we had the amazing Arizona Comic Con at the end of this month as well here in Arizona. And so, without further ado, we want to talk to Daryl. Hey, Daryl, you there? I'm here. Hello. How are you? Good. So you get to listen to my introduction of you. <laughs> yeah, I did. Uh, Daryl has been writing professionally since 2009. His first book and short story collection is Crawl Space. And, uh, you know, I think I told you some time ago that my, you, know, you had handed me a book of yours, or I had bought a book of yours back, way back when. And uh, my son loves yeah. horrors, so I gave it to him. And it's just right for, especially for teens, you know, because at the time he, you know, because now he's 19, believe it or not. It's amazing how fast it goes. Um, yeah. But <laughs> he he loved your work because, you know, first of all, I think that the teens uh, specifically, 
because of their age group and uh, their attention spans, they, I think short works really work well for them. Have you found that to be the case? Yeah, I have. And it's kind of weird because I don't really consider myself uh, a, a YA author, you know, a young adult author. But uh, I, I think a lot of what I do has been appealing to that age group. And, uh, you know, it's... Uh, it's, it's kind of fascinating because, yeah, it, it seems like right around that age, you know, a lot of young people are starting to uh, just explore, you know, what, you know, their mm-hmm. Im- imaginary boundaries are. And uh, uh, I know I did at my age as well. So uh, I, I guess <laughs> it just kind of fits. I, I think I, I think also because I don't really delve into really hardcore things, you know, and not that I'm against them, but, you know, it's just not, you know, my Not pride. your thing. So, right. Yeah, so, uh, so I guess it, I guess young people are, are just kind of gravitating to that. And I think, that's, I think it's great, and I'm really, you know, grateful to, uh, to people of any age who uh, enjoy my work. Oh, definitely. That's that's uh, the big thing about being an author is when you get fans who just you know get you <laughs> and 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 love and love your work. So it's it's always an awesome thing. Uh, I have noticed the last few years. I think that you know the horror genre specifically it it has a tendency to ebb and flow. Um, yeah. What I mean by that is that you know it's really really popular one year and then kind of you know a couple of years later it kind of ebbs down a little bit and then it blazes again and then dies down a bit. I think that we're we're at that stage where it's really blazing again. Yeah. Do you find that the case? Uh, yeah, it, it's. Uh, I think right now we're kind of in a time where uh, you know, people are, are maybe a little afraid of the future. That's that's usually mm-hmm. the times when when horror really uh, starts to explode. You know, like. Uh, like you know, during the Vietnam era, you know, there were a lot of uh, uh, horror movies that, uh, that really piqued people's attention in, in the early '70s when, you know, when the, that war was happening. So, and and now, even though we're not, you know, in a war specifically, we're still, you know, dealing with the terrorism, and we're we're kind of uh, in a period of, in our history where. The, a, a lot of the political um, mm. things mm-hmm. that are happening are, are, are becoming so amplified. There's like this big divisiveness in America right now that, uh, that a lot of people in the middle, like myself, are, are not quite understanding why people are so uncivil and so uh, so nasty to each other. And I think that's what's mm. bringing out a lot of... Uh, of the zombie fiction and the vampire fiction that we're seeing now in, in literature and TV and movies, it, it's uh, it, it's exciting, but it also I think it's kind of indicative of the times we live in. Yeah, I think it's the feeling of of not being able to control anything. Yeah, yeah. that that and that's what horror can thing kind of it's. Uh, if you think about it, most, most especially the, the darker horror, you, it's a total lack of being able to control the situation. Mm-hmm. And uh, that is coming out in, in you know, movies and in, in a lot of literature right now. 
especially apocalyptic type of uh, genre has just totally exploded. Yeah, like and, you, uh, like you said with the zombie stuff, but but not just the zombies, but just uh, you know the the Dan Day's type of uh, works. You know, a, a lot of people seem to feel that you know we're, uh, we're we're kind of at the end of our rope, even if if the Earth isn't going to end. It's, it's like intellectually we've reached our peak, and it's uh, we can only go downhill from where we're at. And uh, wow. <laughs> there, there, there was this uh, there was this band in the '80s who kind of explored that uh, called Devo that I really liked. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, it, 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 it is kind of a – a lot of people are just taking this really grim attitude uh, towards uh, towards the world right now. And uh, it's uh, given a lot of people like me a lot of fodder to, to work with. Ah, there you go. So it's really, so it's really exciting. And and, uh, and if it bleeds, uh, my, my new book is, is kind of uh, geared toward that uh, – that grim philosophy and kind of takes a, I don't know, kind of, it takes a, an idea of how we got there. Uh, like, you know, for example, uh, television. I, I take the idea of television and turning people uh, into mm-hmm. monsters, basically. And, uh, and uh, it's, it's really uh, the extreme of, of what we're experiencing uh, with with what I you know talked about earlier, you know the nastiness we have towards each other, where people are just kind of becoming cannibals, where we just can't trust each other, and we become over paranoid and over uh, sensitive, mm-hmm. and we just you know basically eat everybody in sight, you know because uh, you know, we we can't find any other way to deal with our angst, so. Uh, yeah, so that's the kind of the main theme of the book. Wow, and and it does come at a good time when you know uh, we're just not sure about what the near future is going to bring us uh, politically. Uh, you know, with Obamacare and with with other things that are going on, we just we're just not sure, and we're we've lost our control of of uh, of our own government and our, our world. I think. Yeah, it's kind of a breaking down of, of, of trust in all of these institutions like government and, and media and corporations. It, you know, we, we, we can't really find anything to trust anymore. So, yeah, no, I fun. haven't trusted. I haven't trusted either for a long time. So, yeah. <laughs> but you know, I, I again, I went to college as a uh, journalist, so I, I know what the, what, the, what the media is all about. <laughs> right, right. But, yeah. So, tell us about your new book, because you know, uh, I saw your cover, and I'm so so happy for you. Uh, that you you know, got some new work out here, and of course you you've been working hard at to you know get it out and and out and uh, get it into a, you know some publisher's hands. So tell us how that all went down. Well, I've been working on the book uh, for about four years, and uh, it, it it was really just 
a labor, it's kind of a cliche, but it was a labor of love, you know. It, it was it was a story that I could really get into. It was a story about my profession, uh, you know, something that I've been working in for, you know, about 20 years as a, you know, a video editor. And uh, I I completed the story. When, when the story was originally finished about, I would say, a year ago, uh, it was a, close to like 45,000 words, but uh, I sent it to an editor, and you know, it, it, she ended up being you know the, the also the publisher of the book, a woman by the name of Gabrielle Faust. I sent it to her, and she she actually sent me a note back saying that she couldn't finish it because the book was so confusing and so you know out there that she you know she just lost interest. So I went to the drawing board and just sliced up a a whole lot of uh, chapters and and, uh, took a lot of things out, took some characters out, and and just just pared the whole thing down to about 25,000 words and uh, sent it back to her, and she said she loved it. It was much better. It was just tighter and, and... she expressed interest in uh, in publishing the book at the time, and uh, you know she wasn't sure whether you know she would get the her publishing company going uh, you know at at the time that it was finished for the second time. So you know I shopped it around to different publishers, and you know they weren't particularly interested, and uh, so I decided to. Uh, give her publishing company a try. It was called Nightshade Publishing. Mm-hmm. And uh, she uh, published the book in uh, early November. I actually started printing the book in early November. We decided upon a release date on July 10th. So uh, it was just a, a long, you know, painful process of, you know, trying to, find somebody to publish the book and uh, I'm grateful uh, so grateful to uh, Gabrielle Faust who's just this incredible renaissance woman who uh, does everything from crafts to modeling to writing and editing and uh, uh, she's (laughs) basically put this book on the right path and uh, it's because of her that uh, this book uh, is out in the public right now and, and uh, ready to be launched in uh, in about 24 hours, actually. So, I'm so uh, yeah, I'm so pleased for you. I'm so pleased for you. So it's, I know I know the, some of the the story before, and I wanted everybody else to know. And so you know, it, it's kind of funny you call it if it bleeds, and and that's exactly what you had to do with the book. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, you I, I, take I a scalpel to it. And <laughs> Right. I, I set out with the goal of having the book uh, published by uh, a small press instead of self-publishing it because mm-hmm. uh, I, I wanted the book to be recognized as something worthwhile, you know, and, and self-publishing, mm-hmm. you know, I, I did that route with the crawl space and it, and it worked for the crawl space, but now I want to try to branch out a little bit to to the horror community and to the to the publishing community and say, you know, th- you know, this is what I've done, here it is, 
you know, what do you think? And uh, and that process has worked for for this book. And uh, and whether I'll self-publish again, or whether I'll you know do small press again, or whether I'll try to hit the big six, you know, it'll it'll you know it'll all depend on uh, you know what what happens in the future. But uh, uh, I think the route that I chose for this book was was the perfect route. And uh, everything oh, well, is kind of falling into place right now. Now I do know that uh, you know I got a book review recently from uh, for you know the Wild newspaper from a reviewer up in Payson or Prescott, sorry Prescott, and she said that Nightshade is actually coming out with some some really cool writers. And so you should be happy to know that you that the publisher that you picked is actually getting some notoriety and some and some uh, um, exposure uh, from the reviewers. Well, so that's, that's a good that's, yes. <laughs> and that's again, funny. that that was just in this issue here where where she had uh, uh, grabbed a hold of a couple of nightshade books and 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 made that note. So um, yeah, that's a good. This is a nice owner said you were with Nightshade, so well, there you go. That's awesome. That makes it even that, that is, better. That is great. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's really nice to, to hear that, that people are, are getting into the book. I, I've got some really nice reviews uh, so far from a couple of uh, uh, authors who are really prominent in horror, like uh, Benjamin K. Etheridge, who... Uh, uh, won uh, Bram Stoker Award for his book mm-hmm. Black and Orange, which is a really outstanding book, and so is uh, Bottle of Abyss, which is a, a big favorite of mine. Uh, and uh, you know, he gave it a really nice review. And Robert S. Wilson, uh, who's also a, a Stoker Award nominated uh, editor and author, so uh, it's it's starting to to pick up some steam, and it's just really exciting for me to to hear what people are saying about it. So, yeah, it's, it's just... <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, uh, and of course, like you said, uh, having fans uh, love your work is, is one thing, but having reviewers actually say good things is is, is actually what sells. <laughs> That's what sells yeah, your book. <laughs> yeah, so we want to go back and talk a little bit about a couple other because I got some pictures of some of the other works that you've been working on. Uh, you've got a, a little book that you I think you had one of the short stories in, um, and so you've been you got a couple of books that you I think done short stories in. Want to tell us about those? Yeah, uh, right now uh, I've got two uh, short stories that are being published in anthologies. Uh, one of them. Uh, is a flash fiction story called Disturbance. And uh, it's a little ghost story that's probably about mm, maybe 150, 200 words. And uh, that's been published in uh, Dark Bits, which is uh, uh, an anthology of 52 flash fiction stories Available on Apocrypha Press, and uh, that's that, there's a link on my website where you can pick that up. But the interesting thing about that book is that since there's like 52 stories, the publisher decided to turn uh, the anthology into a weekly planner, like a little mini calendar. 
So it's like you get a short huh. story week, you know, with the calendar. So uh, so that's available. It's the first time I've been, you know, published in, in that. In that. <laughs> so, that kind of media, yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, so if you're interested in, in uh, still getting a, a 2014 calendar, you can, you know, go over to daryldawsonbooks.com and look at the Dark Bits uh, website and look for the t- 2014 Weekly Planner. And you've you, you got a real interesting horror-related calendar that you can uh, that wow, you can enjoy. That, that totally yeah. blows my mind. I haven't, haven't even thought about that kind of idea. Uh, yeah, that's a, I definitely have to check that out because you know I'm always looking for that kind of that kind of stuff and to tell uh, authors, hey, is it, this is working or here's an idea, you know, and uh-huh. uh, and and uh, that's that's an interesting one. That's a unique one. Yeah, really. Is. Uh, the the other book uh, that that I'm published in right now uh, it's only available as an ebook and it's called Ren, uh, When Red Snow Melts and it's all Christmas related horror and yeah, I have I a, <laughs> a story that I have in there called Holy Night and uh, it's it's a real interesting story about uh, a guy who is going to be alone for Christmas, and uh, he has this rather quirky but attractive neighbor who invites him to Christmas dinner. And uh, the the story kind of becomes a little bit of an entrapment uh, story that I don't want to give away too much about it, but uh, it's a, a really dark and uh, Kind of shocking story that uh, that uh, I'm really proud of, and it, it and it made this anthology that uh, you know even though it's a Christmas anthology, it's one of those that you can really enjoy uh, year round because the, the the kind of uh, talent that's involved in it is is really great. I believe Joe Lansdale uh, has uh, two stories in there that uh, that have been included in that uh, anthology that are, you know, just to be, you know, in an anthology with Joe R. Lansdale is, is, is something. So, uh, yeah, that's also available that, you, you know, there's a link on my website that you can just, you know, go right in and, and pick it up. And I'm working awesome. on several yes. short stories as well that I'm, you know, just shopping around at different uh, anthologies and, uh, you know, eventually I'll come across you know, an opportunity to republish all of it in uh, in another uh, short story collection. You know, somewhere down the road. So, um, now you're go ahead. Yeah, I'm still, we're still working on all kinds of different things right now. Yes, you know, you got to keep busy in this business. You got to keep stuff going, coming out. And you said you that okay. Now I'm going to say that you're going to be at the DarkCon this weekend. So tell us about that. Yeah, DarkCon, uh, I will uh, be in the vendor's room uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, uh, basically selling uh, copies of If It Bleeds and uh, and the crawl space. And uh, the thing is, if you, if you come into the convention, it's a really awesome convention. It's like uh, sci-fi and gaming and... Uh, there's all these different subgenres uh, that are represented, and uh, it's 
it's geared kind of towards uh, adults, but it's it's still you know a good family event, and uh, you know you can you know stay for the whole weekend and enjoy all the weekend festivities for I believe it's fifty five dollars. Uh, yeah, and fifty five is a door. Right, and and or you can you know yeah yeah that's at the door, and uh, if you come up to, into the vendors room and you uh, buy a copy of the crawl space and if it bleeds, I'm going to give you a copy of Dark Bits for free. So you know you get ah. a nice little or you know three books for the price of two. So yeah, so you know, come on into the vendors room. It's going to be at the Phoenix Airport Marriott. Uh, Mm-hmm. And I on 44th the, Street and McDowell. That's it. Yeah, that's the yeah. one. And, <laughs> and yeah, it, it's a, just a great uh, convention. Uh, you know, if you're into you know, steampunk and uh, RPGs, uh, that's the place to be this weekend. So, yeah, I look forward to seeing everybody there. Also, just to let everybody know that Adrian Paul is actually the media guest of honor. Obviously, he's just, for those who don't quite associate the name, uh, he's the Highlander for the television show. Uh-huh. So, and yeah. uh, Darkon is associated, they, they call themselves a cyberpunk and steampunk. So, uh, they're more grittier, you know, darker scene there. And so, I gave you guys the website, but for those who are listening, uh, especially after the show, it's uh, darkon.org. And of course, I got Daryl's uh, website on on there. Daryl Daryl Dawson, D A R R Y L Dawson, D A W S O N Books. dot com. So that's Daryl Dawson Books. dot com. He's got his If It Bleeds right on his front page. He's got his other books. You just scroll down. You can see all the dark bits. You can see a crawl space, of course. And you got the horror novel, which of course I love the bear with the. <laughs> With the stuffing yeah, uh, stuff out, yeah, yeah. It, well, I saw it. And I said, oh, "This is this is cute." I it's cute, but it's obviously disturbing. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, apparently, the, the stuffed bear bleeds. So, yeah, it's for those of you who didn't know. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you, yeah. Know, you know exactly what you're getting into when you see that. Oh guy. yeah. Yeah, there's 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 no question there that that whoever's whoever talking about that, there's kind of a monster there, sticking firecrackers inside the bear, and it's got yeah. you know, handy cane stuck in his eye, poor thing, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and his mouth's been taped shut. You know, it's it's a vicious a vicious look there. It's great. <laughs> yeah. Well, the uh, the publisher of that book is uh, uh, Horror Novel Reviews which is uh, uh, a website dedicated to uh, horror fiction. So, uh, you know, they got kind of twisted minds over there. So uh, <laughs> the cover definitely fits. <laughs> yeah, we like those kind of people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what's next for you? Well, what's next, uh, coming up in, in February, I'm going to have the uh, official book launch party. And I'm I'm really excited about this, and maybe a little bit nervous at the same time because I've never done <laughs> one of these before. But uh, yeah, that's going to be February 9th, uh, which is that's the Sunday after the Super Bowl. Yeah. And, oh yeah, uh, yeah, that's that's a good thing. <laughs> right? Yeah, I don't want to compete with the Super Bowl. 
No, but, nobody uh, does. Uh, that's uh, that's, that's going to be at 7 o'clock at Tim Finnegan's uh, Restaurant and Pub, and that's over uh, in the Metro Center area, around 29th Avenue and uh, Dunlap. And uh, I'm, I'm going to be there just basically... Uh, you know, doing a reading of, uh, you know, parts of If It Bleeds and uh, maybe throw in a short story or two if there's time and, uh, you know, just you know, having a, a signing, you know, just signing books and, uh, you know, selling mm-hmm. them for, for people who don't have them yet. And uh, it's going to be a really fun experience. Uh, I, I, I really enjoy these type of uh, events where I get to interact with with fans, and this is like the ultimate. It's just like you know, celebrating the book, and uh, you know, having it you know out there for for the people, and, and being able to talk about it and, uh, and read from it. Uh, it's it's going to be a lot of fun. So it, if you can make it out there on February 9th, uh, you know, come on out. There's there's information on it on my on my website. You know, and, yes, uh, I, I, I let Dada see it on the events page, everyone, uh, Book yeah, Launch Party. And you can click the Facebook events and obviously get the uh, map. Or you can go, she's got it linked on Tim Finnegan's Restaurant and Pub. And you can click on that and, of course, find out exactly where to where to find this location. Yeah. So you guys have no excuse. Well, we know where to find you. Right. <laughs> 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 you can't hide, hide from horror writers, you know. That just doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, we, have, we have a way of uh, stalking people like that. <laughs> yeah. Now you're going to be at Tucson Festival of Books as well. I I, I heard about, and I saw your wonderful yeah. picture from last year. Yes, uh, Tucson Festival of Books. Uh, I'm going to be there on that uh, Saturday, the 15th. It's a two-day event, the uh, 15th or the 16th. And I'm going to be there at 50 at the Author Pavilions West on the University of Arizona campus. And uh, that's I, I have a fond a fondness for that event because that's where I met uh, the the paranormal research uh, team in Tucson uh-huh. called Ailing Banshee's uh, 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 investigations where. You know, uh, they they've been very good friends of mine ever since, and uh, you know, I, I, so that event is is something very special. You know, being able to return to that because I wasn't able to uh, be there last year, so you know, it's really nice being able to come back to Tucson and, and being a, a part of that event. So, uh, I'm, oh I'm, yeah, definitely. So, it's like one of the biggest uh, book festivals in America, at least like the fourth largest. It's just a, yeah, it's the fourth largest in America, and it's the biggest book event that we have in Arizona. Period. So, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, last last year. You know, honestly, you didn't miss anything because it was a really weird weather day. It, it, the weekend was just weird. Um, not sure if you heard anything about it, but the the weather was was uh, I mean it would rain and then it would stop and it was cold, uh, and then also it was sunny and then it was rain again and it was nuts, and the rain was coming from all different directions. I I've never seen it that bad, and uh, so it really affected you know because obviously families who would come out, you know, and and it would start raining and pouring and. 
uh, sleeting, and so they take their families home. <laughs> and uh, so we lost a lot of a lot of people, even though they were there, you know, when it was sunny. Uh, they quickly scattered uh, and went home, and uh, so that was that was not good at all. So we well, can only pray that because it's an outdoor event, you you really you know obviously. Uh, weather has a big in- indicator of whether or not your, your event is successful or not. So, uh, well, never did hear cool. what the numbers were, but I can't imagine they were very good. Yeah. Well, let's let's hope that the polar vortex stays away for uh, for the yeah yeah. yeah. We'll uh, we'll have some great weather for that because uh, yeah, that's that's a huge event, and uh, you know, I'm just really proud to be part of it. Yeah, because uh, the day before that, because that was the same weekend last year, we did the uh, steampunk, the Wild West steampunk show over uh-huh. Old Tucson, and I was I was speaking there and uh, in the panel, and I got there, it was sleeting. I mean, I it got out of the car and it was it was hailing. <laughs> oh, that's no <laughs> <laughs> This can't be good, you know. <laughs> So it, it was, uh, and of course it froze that night. It's a, it stayed in Tucson, and the next morning was like really frigid, you know, frigid cold. I mean, you know, I know people I guess are going like, ah, that's nothing, you know. <laughs> but for us, but for us in Arizona, that that's not good because we're, our, you know, our blood is really thin and we're wimps. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's true. You get acclimated to this crazy, you know, 120 degree summers and, you know, yeah. drops into the mid 60s and you're like, whoa. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> so the, that waking was pretty brutal trying to you know, get the stuff out of the car and get get set up yeah. and it was nuts. So this yeah. weekend you've got Dark Con, of course, and then right. you got Laughing Moon Con, which is, of course, our, our good friend, your and I's good friend, of course, Todd Van Hooser. And yeah. I know he had moved it from last fall to March 22nd for this year. Yeah, he and did. And uh, I'm, I'm glad this, this event is, is going to go off, too, because this, this, is, this event is geared specifically towards uh, teenagers and young people and to get them uh, acclimated to uh, the convention, uh, the sci-fi convention uh, culture and the gaming culture and uh, to get them involved and, and to have their own event where they can uh, in, enjoy you know, all the, the things that that has to offer. So it's, it's, it's really, it's just a great idea. And, you know, that's a, another thing that I'm, you know, really proud to be a part of this year. Yeah, it's always, it's always fun to, to do things over there, and it's way way out there to me. Uh, Desert Edge High School is in Goodyear, and so yeah. for those who want to know about that, uh, he's uh, Laughing Moon. You can Laughing Moon Con on Facebook, oh. and he's got his event up. So uh, definitely take a look at that. It, it's it's really if you want to get a, a vendor spot, it, it's a really good buy, and uh, you've got kids who are staying one place. So you're not, it's not where else are they going to go in the middle of nowhere? But yeah. <laughs> they stay at the, at the school. They're familiar with their school. They're they're comfortable, and, and they will walk around and, and talk to all the different vendors. 
So uh, you never know what you're going to, you know, you inform the kids about your, your particular uh, interest and your love. So uh, I always recommend ha- snagging a table from for Laughing Moon Con. Yeah, definitely. So that's, I think that's and how you got. It, yeah. yeah, and the and the proceeds, <laughs> by the way, go towards the school. They're you know, yes. in, in improving you know the the school curriculum and uh, all the extracurricular activities for for the kids there. So it's it's worthwhile in many ways to uh, to to get a vendor table and uh, even just to you know just to be there for the weekend or uh, for the actually it's a one day event. It's only. Five dollars for the one day, and, and the proceeds go towards uh, the school. So, so you know, be a part of it any way you can, because you know, kids benefit from it. And uh, you know, right, they work their that. work their own con, and you know, this is that's great because you you know, this is teaching them that there's hard work and there's some rewards that go with it. So, right. uh, they're they're building their own con, and uh, you know, with the help, of course, of Todd, who's who's been around the block. <laughs> right. Still a young guy, but he's been around the block now. So he's uh, he's been a tight teacher for quite a long time. Yeah, he he definitely lends his touch to that event, and uh, it, and it's really a magic touch because it's uh, it, it seems to get bigger and bigger, you know, every year. It's going to be like the I believe this the third one or fourth one that he's I think it's the fourth doing. one. Yeah, the fourth one. So it's, well. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, because he wanted to do two last year, and then he wound up canceling the spring one or the the fall one, right. and postponing it until until this spring. Cause two of them's kind of a lot, but also there was a change in his school having to do with administration, so it was it's, he had to get permission to do it. Yeah, deal with the politics yeah. everywhere you go, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, and of course, he's. he's do that. Yeah. Yeah. I know you've been there before, and I, I did, you like talking to the kids, don't you? Oh yeah, definitely. I've done uh, uh, you know, a couple of readings at uh, at Laughing Moon Con, and and the kids are just really into it. You know, they uh, you know they they ask them questions, and uh, you know they just they just really enjoy it, and it's it's you know it's really thrilling for me to to be able to interact with with the kids on that level, you know, with my work. And uh, I'm really looking forward to doing that again. Good. Good. Yeah, that's that's always rewarding to have. uh, And, you know, how can a lot of them not do well? They've got all that energy. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, the team's got all the energy, man, you know. So, uh it's uh, it's great to get them involved. Yeah, love to see we'd love to see them get involved more with uh, more cons. You know, uh, the other ones like you know like Darkon, but obviously Leprechaun. I would definitely love to see them get more involved in Leprechaun for my own selfish reasons. <laughs> but uh, so okay, so we know you're doing you're working on some more uh, short fiction. Anything longer that you're working on? Uh, I am working on uh, another novel. Uh, it's it's geared towards uh, relationships, and uh, it's it's going to be another. You know, it's still going to be horror, but I thought of this one scene uh, involving a wedding 
and mm. uh, I don't want to give away too much, but something really horrifying happens at the wedding, and uh, and creates uh, this scenario where this guy is followed around by uh, a ghost of an ex-girlfriend. And uh, oh no, <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's kind of in its infancy stage right now. Uh, you know, it, it's got a tentative title. I called it Vow, V-O-W. And, uh, you know, that title may change. But, uh, you know, it's, I'm, I'm just in the exploratory phase of the whole uh, process of, of writing that. So, uh, you know, I can't really give any kind of timetable as to when I'll be finished. I'm kind of notoriously slow uh, as a writer. But, uh, you know, hopefully you know, I'll be able to, I'm working on, and you know, as I as, as I mentioned, I've worked on uh, you know several short stories and continuing to uh, do those. Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of where my niche is. You know, I, I like you know writing the short story, and uh, uh, you know, because it's it's just real. It's like a nightmare put in on a page. You know, you, you immerse <laughs> yourself for a few minutes, and then. And then it's done, you know. And uh, so, yeah, <laughs> I enjoy short yeah. stories a great deal, and uh, you know, writing them and reading them. So, yeah, that's I'm I'm going to be exploring all of those uh, projects uh, here in, in the next few months. Well, it's a great time to be a short story writer, yeah. and and the reason is because again, it's it's with the ebook. If you, yeah. you know, because uh, people are reading shorter works now. I mean, uh, Todd Van Hooser's huge book, uh, <laughs> Baron Twelve, is 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 huge book anyway with print, but uh, an ebook is is just obscene. So, as <laughs> you know, people don't want to read that big of a piece uh, usually in a in an ebook, but they would definitely read a lot of short stuff. Uh, a lot of shorter works, a lot of short stories, uh, little and, and little bites. Yeah. Uh, there, there's a lot of, lot of publishers out right now uh, who are, are publishing short anthologies, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, you know they're they're pretty much scattered all over, and they offer like themed anthologies where you can write to a, spe- a particular theme, you know, whether it's you know haunted houses or uh, or steampunk or whatever, you know, exactly. you can, you can, uh, you can really vary yourself, uh, you know, with with your stories and uh, and uh, there's just a lot of opportunities out there and you there, there some are paid, some are just you know you you get published and you get a copy of the book and whatever, but you know it, it, every opportunity is 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 a good one, you know, you just need to. Just find where they are and find what fits you and, uh, and write to it. You know, and there's just so many uh, opportunities out there. It's uh, it's really fascinating. Yeah, the opportunities are really going are really gone uh, exponential based on the fact that the ebooks market is done so well. Yeah. 
And uh, so there's more opportunities. Yes, you, you, you guys you get your, your short works out there. And if you have a long, you know, longer book, then it's really great to have shorter uh, works out there because it can, it can route the readers to your l- larger works, which is right, what, you know, what you're great. doing now. <laughs> right, that's that's how you kind of grow your fan base is through uh, through the short stories. You know, mm-hmm. they uh, they read something shorter of yours and they think, wow, you know, maybe you know I'd like to read something else by them. And, you know, it, that's that's how uh, that's how it all begins. You know, so uh, it's you know having having that in your in your holster is uh, is a good thing being able to write short stories and uh, you know and putting them out there you know because it'll that's that's how everybody becomes aware of what you do exactly it's a great way to to get your attention <laughs> yeah so we are at the close of our conversation we're on the last 15 minutes here and I think that uh, that you know, you and I have known each other, and I've known your work for for some years now. And I'm so pleased that you're you're doing so well. You're doing how many different cons a, a year now? Oh goodness, uh, you know, I'm probably I, I I do like three or four a year. Um, I I try to get to as many as I can. You know, there the are restrictions that are kind of placed on my work, and it's it's kind of it's kind of a silly thing, but uh, in, in the in the work that I do, you're not allowed to take vacations in February, May, or November, which is uh, uh, kind of the prime months of uh, of conventions. So uh, it's it kind of limits what I can do in, in terms of conventions and you know and other events. But uh, I try to get out to as many as I can. Uh, I really enjoy them, and uh, you know, hopefully this year, you know, I'll be able to uh, to get to you know as many conventions, uh, especially local conventions, uh, as I can. Yes, uh, we we of course are always disappointed not to have you at Leprechaun. Unfortunately, we we have to do that in May, uh, and of course yeah. that's your bad month. <laughs> oh well, unfortunately. Yeah, but uh, well, we'll, we'll yeah. see. We'll see what happens next year. Um, I don't think we've, we even have a signed agreement for any particular hotel yet for next year. So you never know; it might wind up being, uh, you know, earlier in the year. Well, I'll well, well, no matter what time of the year it is, it's it's always a fun time, and uh, you know, I, I love to, uh, you know, remain, you know on your guest list, you know, or on your, you know, your vendor list for, for next year, you know, it's, sure. yeah, because, uh, you know, I've, I've always enjoyed that event, so, yeah, and, and that's where I've met a lot of, uh, a lot of people who've helped me in my career, so, yeah, definitely. Uh, I think that's where you, think, I think that's where you met Todd, too, so, that's, yeah, there you go. yeah. <laughs> Awesome. Well, we 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 just wish you the best of luck, and I think that you really have uh, you know gotten on the right path 
being able to get, you know, do some work yourself, and now, you know, you're getting into the small small press, which I think is a good place to be. A uh, little more uh, leeway, uh, you know, still doing some of the stuff the big guys are doing, but uh, are able to give more personal attention, I think. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, what, what Gabrielle has been able to do so far is, uh, you know, it's just been really helpful for uh, just getting the word out early. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, her, her website is spectacular, first of all, and uh, and and uh, you know, being able to uh, find people to you know review the book and uh, uh, you know, mm-hmm. it's you know a lot of stuff that uh, I wouldn't have been able to accomplish on my own. So. Uh, yeah, the, the, the small press uh, has definitely worked for me for for this book. Awesome. That's uh, that's of course always a good, always great to hear uh, that the smaller presses are are doing right by the authors. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, uh, do you have anything else to add for us before? I know that we we've already talked about your website, but where can we find you on Facebook? Uh, my Facebook page is uh, the it's www.facebook.com. If it bleeds book slash if it bleeds bleed. book. Yeah, there you go. And that's that's really the main hub of of this particular book. I have three Facebook pages, one personal and one for each of my books. Uh, the, the, other, uh, the other fan page is uh, slash the crawl space. So you can go to either one of those pages and uh, you'll be able to find out uh, more about what I'm doing as far as public events and signings and so forth. Uh, and, and just all news related to uh, my books. Also, I have a Twitter account that's uh, uh-huh. Dawson Books, and uh, you know that's you know I've I've, I've I've been getting more and more into Twitter now, more than Facebook. You know. <laughs> uh, it's uh, you know even though you know it's kind of limited. You know I don't like the idea of just doing 140 characters, but uh, yeah. <laughs> starting to get it now. I, I kind of get what its purpose is now. So uh, you'll find me on Twitter a lot. I'm also on uh, Google Plus. Uh, you can search mm-hmm. Daryl Dawson on Google Plus, and uh, you can find me there. Uh, I think that's pretty much the extent of my social media. Oh yeah, I'm on uh, Goodreads also. I'm on Goodreads. Yeah. Yeah. They got me there. Yeah, so, yeah, I'm doing the social media thing and uh, you know, just trying to, you know, get as uh, get as many uh, feelers out there as I can. So, uh, yeah, just look for me on social media. I'll, I'll I'll be happy to talk to you and try to answer as many questions as I can. That's terrific. We are always pleased to talk to you, and uh, I'll see you this weekend. Yeah, I'll see you this weekend. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Always a pleasure to have you. (laughs) And with that, thank you. And with that, I'll say goodnight. All right. See you, Patty. Thank you.
chat with Daryl, and uh, we were on live with with him, and always wonderful to, to talk to him. Of course, we'll see him at Tarkon this weekend. And again, that's 44th Street and McDowell. Uh, starts tonight. It's a freebie tonight if you just want to try it out and see, you know, uh, get some information about the con and not sure if you want to, uh, you know, spend, uh, spend the money for a weekend or if you just want one night or one day, you can uh, get that information tonight at uh, at the con. It's a free day uh, film festival tonight from 6 to 10 and they got some really awesome stuff. Uh, a few of the movies we, we had talked to the producers and the filmmakers right here on, on Blog Talk Radio, right here on our KWAD radio station. So uh, Helsing is one of them. And so we actually are very excited to be able to take a look at that. I was not able to make it to the premiere, so I'm really looking forward to uh, meeting the filmmakers and seeing their work uh, tonight. So again, 6 to 10, 44th Street and McDowell, Darkon. You don't need passes to get in tonight. You can find out more about the con. Uh, see you guys tonight. And any other announcements we have? Okay. Yeah, we got the Dark Con this, this weekend and a couple weeks from now. We've got the amazing Arizona Comic Con. And that, of course, is the whole weekend, the last weekend of this month. Uh, take a look at, at, at that online as well if you don't know about it. Uh, it's definitely a, a genre-related, obviously, pop culture, uh, mostly focusing on the comic book industry. Uh, we'll be out there as well, uh, going over some, obviously, doing interviews. So we'll see you guys out there, and you have a great weekend. I will be uh, radio taping this, uh, the interviews tonight. Is after the movies, we'll have the interviews with the filmmakers. Uh, Hal also, of course, is our good friend who, from Apocalypse Later, who is not only putting together this film festival, but is doing the interview with the filmmakers. We're always looking forward to that, and uh, we'll be taping that so that way I can uh, put that online for this weekend. So, guys, look forward to that. So with that, I'm going to say KWAD Radio. This is Patty Holstrand signing out for the day.